Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Puppy English Podcast. Puppy English is practice and perfection in English. My name is Sam and I am your English teacher. I'm not going to lie to you, I'm chuffed to bits. But what you just told me, it's absolute rubbish. I'm not going to deny it, it's gone pear-shaped. I know you think it's the bee's knees, but Bob's your uncle. It's finished. I actually reckon it's bog standard. Stop having a chin wag and get back to work. And here you are, full of beans, but it's the dog's dinner. Sorry to put a spanner in the works. So in this lesson, we're going to be learning some British expressions and also we're going to learn the British pronunciation with these expressions. Of course, remember, British pronunciation isn't the only pronunciation you can learn. But if you like British English and you would like to speak in this way, this is a good lesson for you. So we're going to be looking at the expressions and the pronunciation. Let's begin. So let's look at the first expression, which is I am chuffed to bits. Now, if you are chuffed, it means you are really happy. But if you are chuffed to bits, it means you are extremely happy. For example, next month I'm going to visit London and I am chuffed to bits. Now, remember, you can simply just be chuffed. For example, next month I'm going to see Harry Potter in the theatre. I am chuffed. I am chuffed. I am really happy. I am chuffed to bits. I am extremely happy. Now remember this is British English and also it's informal kind of slangy. So we don't want to use it too much. We don't want to overuse it. But also let's look at the pronunciation of the word chuffed. It's a one syllable word. So we don't say chuffed. That's two syllables. It's simply chuffed. And also the ed ending has a soft T sound because before the ed we have the letter F. So if we have the letter F before the ed, we always use a soft T sound. Also with the word stuffed. Stuffed means really full and you cannot eat any more. So we say stuffed with a soft T and chuffed with a soft T. I am chuffed to bits. And you are going to be chuffed to bits with this next expression. It's rubbish. Now, rubbish is like waste material. In American English, they say trash. So litter, things that you don't want. It's rubbish. But if you say it's rubbish, it can also mean that something is really bad. For example, I watched this film and it was really boring. It was really bad. It was rubbish. It's rubbish. We can also say it's rubbish when something is worthless. So, for example, my old smelly socks are rubbish, okay? It's rubbish. Also, if somebody says something which is nonsense, something that isn't true, you can say, that's rubbish, okay? That isn't true. You're talking nonsense. It's rubbish. Let's look at the pronunciation of this word. R-R-Bish. Bish. Rubbish. 
Okay, it's absolute rubbish. Okay, I really like this next expression. Very British. It's gone pear-shaped, okay? It's gone pear-shaped, the shape of a pear. And this means that something has gone wrong or it's failed. And we often use it for plans. For example, we plan to go to the beach this weekend, but it's gone pear-shaped because it's raining. We can't go to the beach because it's raining. Our plan has failed. Everything's gone wrong. It's gone pear-shaped. I feel sorry for the pear. I quite like the shape of pears. They have a bad reputation. So I don't know why it's associated with being wrong or failing, but it is. It's gone pear-shaped. Let's look at the pronunciation. First of all, the word pear. In British English, we have a non-rhotic accent. That means the R at the end of the word we don't pronounce. So we don't say pear, we say pear. You see, my mouth is completely open at the end. Pear. Okay, we don't pronounce the R at the end. It's an open sound. Pear. Also, shaped. Again, like the word chuffed before, it has a soft T ending. The ED is t. Chuffed. Okay, pear shaped. So if we have before the ED a P, we use a soft T. Pear shaped. It's gone pear-shaped. Okay, this next expression is a little bit old-fashioned. So maybe the young people of today don't use it, but I like it and older people still use it. And this expression is, it's the bee's knees, which means it's excellent. It's amazing. So for example, this YouTube channel is the bee's knees. It's amazing, okay? Everybody loves it. It's really, really good. Let's look at the pronunciation here. We've got bees and knees. So they're two rhyming words. We've got the e e sound. Bees, knees. Also, remember the K on knees, we don't pronounce. So we don't say knees, although I do think that sounds pretty cool. The bees, knees. But it's just the bees, knees. It's amazing. You guys are the bee's knees. You guys are amazing. Okay, and this next expression is also quite old-fashioned, but it is still used today, and it's one that I like a lot. Bob's your uncle. This basically means that something will happen easily and simply. For example, if you go for the job and you tell them that I am your friend and Bob's your uncle, you'll get the job, okay? Easily and simply, you'll get the job. It's like the British English expression for hey presto. Bob's your uncle is like hey presto, you'll get the job. Bob's your uncle, you'll get the job. Okay, let's look at the pronunciation. So Bob's your, Bob's your, we don't really pronounce the R of your. Bob's your uncle, Bob's your uncle, Bob's your uncle. Not ankle, ankle is what, what you have by your foot, ankle. In British English, it's uncle, uncle, Bob's your uncle. Okay, so remember, if we want to say that something is amazing, we say it's the bee's knees. But if something is average, nothing special, what do we say? We say it's bog standard. Again, this is informal British slang. It's bog standard. That pizza was bog standard. There was nothing special about it. It was okay. It's pretty difficult to find a pizza that is amazing. So that pizza was bog standard. Now, bog is actually informal British English for toilet. So you can say, I'm going to the bog. I'm going to the toilet. 
It's informal, it doesn't sound very polite, so be careful when you use it. So it's bog standard means it's average, it's okay. Let's look at the pronunciation. Bog, bog, standard, standard, standard. Again, I don't pronounce the R, I don't say standard, no, standard, bog standard. What do you think it means if I say I'm having a chinwag? It means I'm having a conversation, okay? Usually a nice conversation between friends. I'm having a chinwag. Below our mouths, we have our chins. And when we talk, our chin moves up and down. It wags. So that's why we say I'm having a chinwag. Let's look at the pronunciation. Having. Having. We don't pronounce the G strongly at the end. So we don't say having. We say having. Also, in informal English, you can also drop the H. So you can say avin, avin, a chinwag, chinwag. I'm having a chinwag, okay? Or I'm having a chinwag. So we had the bee's knees for something amazing. For something average, we had bog standard. And for something bad, something that's a mess, something that's been done badly, it's the dog's dinner. For example, that meeting was the dog's dinner. It was an absolute mess. It didn't go very well. Okay, let's look at the pronunciation. It's the dog's dinner. Dinner. Uh, dinner. Again, I don't pronounce the R in British English. I don't say dinner. I say dinner. My mouth is open at the end. It's the dog's dinner. Dinner. This next expression is probably my favorite British expression from this list. I'm full of beans. If you're full of beans, you're enthusiastic and full of energy. For example, I woke up this morning full of beans. Not really, it's, it's never happened. I've never woken up full of beans. But now I am full of beans. I'm happy, I'm enthusiastic, and I'm full of energy. Let's look at the pronunciation. I'm full of beans. So in the middle, of becomes of, more of a v sound. I'm full of beans. I'm full of beans. I'm full of beans today. And the last expression is to throw a spanner in the works. Now this means to prevent an activity or an event. For example, I prepared this amazing English lesson and uh, it included the course book for the school. And um, we were just about to start the lesson. I said, everybody, uh, open your books to page 19. And none of my pupils brought their books. And that threw a spanner in the works. It prevented me from doing my lesson. Okay? To throw a spanner. Spanner. Again, we don't pronounce the R. It's not spanner. Spanner. Open mouth. A spanner is a kind of tool you use to unscrew things, okay? To throw a spanner in the works. And there we go. That is all of the British expressions in this lesson with all of the British pronunciation, of course. Now, you don't need to use these expressions to speak good English, but if you like the spice of the language, the flavor of the language, using different expressions because you enjoy the language so much and you like British English, Go ahead and use them. I know British people will really appreciate it. But if you don't want to use it, it's fine. I mean, I use American expressions, Australian expressions, because let's face it, it's fun speaking the different things that people say. 
And anyway, thank you for listening to the Pappy English podcast. You can find a video version of this podcast on YouTube. You can find the link to the video in the description of this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Pappy English podcast. Pappy English is practice and perfection in English. Thank you for listening and I'll speak to you guys in the next class.